Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Vital Science Podcast with Chidindu Madwakuli. In this episode, I'll be sharing my latest interview with Charles Oporum and Orlando Godslove of KUFM Benin City on this year's World Toilet Day, which the theme was on leaving no one behind. As you all may know, I am a 2019 Prevent Epidemics Niger Fellow with the Nigerian Health Watch Foundation and my work basically is centered around telling stories that will instill behavioral changes, especially towards the need for epidemic preparedness and disease prevention. Open defecation has been a problem in Nigeria for a very long, long time. So it's a privilege to share with you this snippet or audio recording of the interview I had with KUFM Benin City on the 20th of November 2019. We are joined by uh, Ms. Madu Okoli on the program, which is a public health advocate. Uh, good morning, Chirindu. Good morning, Charles. It's good to be live with you. How is Benin today? Benin is wonderful. Benin is great. Thank you very much for asking. Yeah. All right. Okay, quickly, yesterday was World uh, Toilet Day. Yeah. Interestingly, and um, I know you're one of the uh, you're one of the people who are at the forefront of uh, you know fights for uh, proper sanitation and all of that. Talk to us briefly uh, about um, you know the whole concept behind World Toilet Day and what you know uh, we have in, you have in stock for us as regards san- sanitary conditions in the country. Oh, okay. So first, let me just get something right. I am a Prevent Epidemic Niger Fellow with the Nigerian Health Watch. So basically what I aim to do is to help people get to know everything that has to do with disease prevention and all of that. And of course, the World Toilet Day is an important part of um, what is necessary, like instilling behavioral change, especially with um, regards to open defecation, because these are part of the things that actually help um, fuel the spread of diseases. Mm. So World Toilet Day is a day that is set aside for, you know, making people know about hygiene, about water and um, hand hygiene, about toilet hygiene, about the need for safe toilets, mm. and basically just around public safety. Because if you look at it critically, health security is, is linked with animal health, is linked with human health, and it's also linked to the environment. So if the environment is unsafe, if we have unsafe toilets, that means a lot of people are going to be unsafe. And the reason it's a serious matter is that currently in Nigeria, about 47 million Nigerians are said to be practicing open defecation. This is like data from UNICEF and the Federal Ministry of Water Resources. So it's, it's really a call for concern, for public concern. All right, uh, Mrs. Chidindu, Miss Chidindu rather, uh, apart yeah. from the WASH project, what okay. other projects uh, would you advise or would you think Nigeria should embark on to actually, you know, reduce this uh, menace of open defecation, especially the rural area where, you know, they are not, uh, um, they can't access good water and toilets too. Okay. Okay, so the WASH project is just like what everybody knows. But I think and I, I know that if individuals and corporate bodies and um, people who are concerned come to think of this project as, as corporate social responsibility, it will make a lot of sense. 
So, not necessarily having to wait for the government to come down to the local government. Because I think out of the 74, 774 local governments in Nigeria, mm-hmm. about 20 something are set to the open defecation free. And then they cut across just a few states. I think about six, seven states. So to make to make the, the issue or to address the issue of open defecation, especially in rural areas, I think that people, owners of businesses, concerned individuals, people who own corporate organizations, need to take up these things as a corporate social responsibility. So more like going to set up toilets, like toilets that are good enough, they have um, access to water, water that could be used to flush, water for hand wash and water for hand hygiene and all in these rural areas. So somebody like a politician or maybe someone who is concerned about where he's coming from can go to his village and say, okay, in the market we want to set up the number of toilets, in the public schools we want to set up the number of toilets because these are the areas that are, are really in need of these kinds of facilities. Okay, let's talk about the maintenance of those toilets when they when they okay. uh, when they when they are being set up now. Okay. Uh, we have a lot of schools. I will use Uniben as an example. Uniben students have complained that you know they don't have a uh, good toilet. Now, what maintenance culture would you advise uh, you know these organizations to have so as to make it comfortable for people to use? Because I I think this is actually what leads to open defecation. Okay, so the thing is. People need to be closely watched. That's the only thing I can say. So we can have all the rules, we can have all the um, campaigns against open education and set up behavioral change patterns, but these things need to be monitored. So it's not just about, like I said, people coming to set up these facilities in public schools and in markets and in public areas. Mm -hmm. But I think that they need to have people like the the wash officers, these water and um, sanitation and Mm -hmm. hygiene people Mm -hmm. who who could be employed and... um, given the task of going to check out these areas regularly they could be once a month could be once a week and all of that because in public schools specifically actually in shared hotels i went to unn so i know how some of these things work people just tend to do anyhow until you have people maybe student leaders who are wash agents or who are wash advocates or who are in partnership with people who are interested in in wash or the environment as an sdg goal who can be elected to handle such or monitor such activities that could actually help all right all right, uh, Chilin is still on the conversation. Now, um, the theme for this year's own is uh, leave no one behind. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, right? Leave no one behind. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. in the past, have we left people behind uh, as regards, uh, you know, the quest to become open defecation free? Yes, yeah, so we have left a lot of people behind. Oh, really? So, for instance, with regards to open defecation in Nigeria or with regards to lack of public good, good public toilets or good toilets, mm. we have that at least 90% of these cases are related to diarrheal diseases, like diseases, of di- diseases um, like diarrhea. And we have that 122,000 Nigerians are actually open to this infection, right? And it could come from, that toilet could, could lead to a lot of things. It could be that um, because of the bad water supplies and all of that, it could affect our food. And you know, that's how we, we end up with some of these diseases. And the bulk of people who are affected out of these 122,000 are actually children who are under five. About 87,000 children are, who are under five are actually at risk. And they are at risk of 90% of these, of these um, issues that are caused by 
um, open education and all of that. So I think we've left children behind. We've left young mothers and adolescent girls because they're also at risk. Imagine people living in public spaces where they don't have access to good toilets and then maybe in the night they have to tell them, the girls especially, to hold it. Mm. And then you keep holding it till, till the next morning. Mm. But if you can't hold it and you get to leave, I mean, you are open to, to sexual harassment when yeah. you're practicing open dedication. Because yeah. it's not just about going to the ground and do shots, put in the bush. Mm. What if you go there and then you don't come back? Mm. So they're open to sexual harassment and attack, especially for young mothers and, and girls. Mm. And even for young mothers and girls, they're also open to the risk of this um, iron deficiency anemia that is caused by a worm infestation attributed to open dedication. Mm. I, I don't remember the name right now, but I know that there is one. Mm. And Apart from mothers and children and young girls, we have, um, of course, people in public schools, people who use, who have to use public toilets, mm. people who travel, you know. In fact, basically everyone, at the end of the day, still links to what we eat. Because we, whatever we do and we, we access to, or we know access to water and good and hand hygiene facilities, mm. we still end up using those hands to feed ourselves and to shake everybody in church, to give the kiss of peace and all of that. So, you know, everybody is affected. And another group of people I think that are also affected are the people who actually do the cleaning. Mm. Imagine that you have to, where we even have the toilet, we have to do regular cleaning to maintain hygiene. Mm. The people who do this job, sometimes they are discriminated against, sometimes they have a burden of work because people refuse to take responsibility Mm. for cleaning toilets. Okay. Like, do I have to go into the toilet and see what the other person has done there? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sounding, you know, a little bit um, extreme, but I mean, these people are also at risk. Mm. So looking at it, I think that a lot of people, the list is just inexhaustible. A lot of people are actually at risk, including myself. <laughs> All right, of course. Uh Okay, I think uh, you, you've painted a picture that it's it's bad. Is it really as bad as it's being made out to be? Or is it being blown out of proportion? It's not even blown out of proportion. The documents are there. They are, they are, this, this, um, these things are like data that people have collected within mm. Nigeria. Mm. So there's this particular document that I was, I was even talking to someone about because we're, we're talking about toilets in, in local communities, and how I think a certain country and Lagos that someone earlier had gone to commission toilets and yeah. all. And someone was saying, what is, why is this really important? And I'm like, there's this document, it's, it's from the Ministry of Water Resources actually, and it was in collaboration with UNICEF, the UK aid and the European Union. Mm. It's on making um, open education in Nigeria. Mm. So eliminating open education in Nigeria by 2025. A lot of things are listed there. And when you see the data, you will know that it is serious. In fact, it's as serious as me telling you right now that there's an economic implication that is associated with open defecation and lack of access to, to toilet facilities. So it is estimated that Nigeria loses 455 billion naira annually due to poor sanitation. I know sanitation is linked to everything, including the toilet issue that we're talking about. Oh. But the good thing is that by the by the by the data released by the WHO, if people and if people contribute to elevating open education, there will be a lot of money saved. So, for instance, for every one dollar, like the WHO said, for every one dollar invested in toilets, there are at least five dollar rich return. So, anybody who is thinking in terms of what to do for their community right now at this um, period, mm. you should not just be thinking of 
gathering people, buying them drinks, and then they clap for them and, you know, give them titles. We should also be thinking of these things because when they're gone, all of us are going to be affected. Mm. All right, uh, thank you very much, uh, Ms. Chidindu Madokoli, for your yes. thoughts this morning. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm, thank You're you. welcome. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean... <laughs> you 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 know when 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 you asked her if this issue is blown out of proportion well it's not actually mm. it's not because okay let me paint a picture here i had a really great time with charles operum and orlando god's love of ku 92.7 fm radio benin city edo state nigeria and i really loved that i had to answer questions around the importance of safe toilets and what well-meaning individuals can do to erect safe toilets especially in rural areas in nigeria as well as the people who are most affected by unsafe toilet hygiene and sanitation facilities most importantly i found that it was important to stress the economic implications of lack of unsafe toilets in nigeria so whatever you learned from so I hope you learned a lot from this audio snippet or this audio recording and I would like you to get to share it with your friends, any member of the public, well-meaning individuals who can actually rise to the occasion of helping us to achieve a safe environment through safe toilets in Nigeria. Do you have any questions, comments, critique or contribution? please tweet at me at I am Chidindu at I am C-H-I-D-I-N-D-U or send a mail to C-H-I-D-I-N-D-U dot M-O at gmail.com Till we meet again in the next episode, I need you to stay relevant, stay healthy and stay safe. Bye.